Welcome, everyone, to the latest edition of our podcast here at Hope Church. Uh, Tom is here, and we have I a am. very special guest with us, Ooh. Brandy. Brandy. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, of course. Thanks for I mean, people me. know your face from like hosting and stuff like that, but ago, today like. they're really going to get to know you a little bit more, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> this should be fun. I'm going to I'm gonna try to be nice and not put her on the spot. Too That's much. okay. Tom can, though. He can put you on That'll the spot. That'll be fun. Well, I got a couple like, well, so we're talking about the, so this is our podcast that's like um, the follow-up to our messages on the Enneagram. Uh, this series is called You, Me, and God, and um, we've had a, a really great time. I know that some of you watch this or listen to this faithfully. Uh, others probably still wrapping their heads around things, but that's why we do this. So we could kind of get into more. And actually what strikes me already is like, I'm looking at two people here tattoos out <laughs> piercings out yeah, yeah right yes. so like yeah. this is our this is the four so but i love that i love this yeah. creative yeah. piece we're going to talk about that a little bit cool. today. so i'm gonna i'll pause there for a second just to recap for those who may be jumping in and you're like who is the four the four is the individualist or sometimes called the romantic mm -hmm. um i think I think maybe the romantic has maybe a different connotation for some people. Yeah, and I definitely. so I feel like the individualist maybe is a little more neutral. Term. Yeah. Um, but basically, again, my the stereotype is the moody creative, but that really barely scratches the surface of what a four is. Um, they are yeah definitely creative, often artistic. Um, they are the most emotional. I would say of the of the enneagram numbers, yeah. <laughs> um, kind of fluctuating maybe several times even within an hour yeah. depending on the day the moment yep. um and fours from my understanding is fours are very relational they want that connection but they also fear abandonment yeah so there's kind of this push pull 100 percent um i'm gonna look at my notes really quick and make yeah. sure I'm the other thing too forgetting so something. um the fours are maybe i'm like super put on the spot right now but the like most comfortable <laughs> with what like uh, the textbooks would say melancholy. Yes. Like you, you guys yes. are okay with like sitting in angst. Yeah. And um, that's why I think my daughter might be a four. <laughs> yeah. The dark music. You kind of get the that sadness. moody teenager vibe. Yeah. 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 Um, but it's let's just, fate, can, if we don't, if you don't mind, Carrie, let's just go back farther. How did you first hear about the Enneagram? Back farther. I first heard about the Enneagram in our life group, actually. Yep. What was that? Like two yeah, years, years ago? ago? A couple yep. years ago. We did a couple deep dives on like personality types. Um, and so just reading through and I was like super excited because I now knowing like being a four, I love learning about myself and learning about other people and getting to know people on like a really deep, meaningful level. Um, so I was super excited. And then I remember reading through and being like, oh, well, that's not me. Like that doesn't really resonate. You know, that would be nice, you know, when reading through like the twos and things like, oh, it'd be nice to be that person, but that's not me. And then I got to the four and just sobbed like that whole, um, go figure first page. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like it's right on par. Um, just <laughs> sobbing the whole chapter because I was like, wow, I've never felt so like validated and seen and heard and understood. And it just like kind of made things click for me and be like, oh, there's nothing wrong with me. Mm -hmm. It's just that I like tap into these emotions differently and I hold them differently than a lot of people do. Mm -hmm. So that's been just like a really kind of wild mm -hmm. ride to kind of go on the last couple of years and keep learning about it and keep like tapping into it and reminding myself that like it's not it's not a fault, you know? Exactly. Well, I was going to ask too. So I know we're going to get to a couple numbers, especially like say the seven, who's the 
what do we call them? The adventure enthusiast. enthusiast, um, That I think they have a hard time feeling a full range of emotions or they kind of cut themselves off from. Would you say that you like really actually enjoy feeling a full range of emotions? Is that something that like you want to feel or are you more like, I wish I wasn't like this. So like me personally, I don't know if it's necessarily a like, oh yeah, I love this. Right. Cause like obviously negative emotions are negative emotions for a reason. Um, but I'm comfortable there. Sure. Like I don't necessarily get into a place where I'm sad and I'm like, oh my God, I love this. This is amazing. (laughs) But it's one of those things where like I can sit there and I can hold space for it and I can feel my way through it rather than like completely rejecting it and having to like find, Mm. find an out. You know what I mean? Yes. So, but it kind of on the same subject talking about like the range of emotions, I actually feel like I struggle a little bit to get to the positive emotions sometimes. Okay. Like not that I'm rejecting it, but I'm kind of skeptical sometimes okay. about a lot of things. And um so that can be kind of hard to overcome and to like walk through of like sure. No, like you, you can have a you can have just like a great day. Mm-hmm. There doesn't have to be something every time where it's like, oh well, you know, of course that's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah. I, I had two thoughts, Tom. I don't want to dominate, so. No, that's okay. Actually, my one in me is looking at Brandy's mic, and there's a hair on it, and I'm going to pull it off because I'm seeing the thing it. that's out of place. <laughs> it's probably just like pointing at my face, too. And I didn't just, here, like, No, go, but go. Yeah. Well, the two things. So you said you can feel your way through things. And yeah. I, I know, so the, the four is in the heart triad and very much... The twos, threes, and fours are, you know, very much have a lot of feelings. Yeah. Again, the threes kind of suppress, um, and mm-hmm. the fours just feel everything there. Yeah. Um, so I thought it was interesting that you said that because that's kind of how you operate and how you right. make sense of the world, I think. Yeah. Um, and you said something about, um, oh, so when you talked about maybe having trouble accessing the positive, I know one thing that you wrote in um, your responses to me for the message that we shared this past Sunday yeah. is that you have a lot of people who can come to you with those negative emotions. Would yeah. you say that happens a lot? Yeah, that happens all the time. I mean, through work and, you know, just parenting a lot of times mm-hmm. too, and just having friends that, um, not that people don't reach out to me when things are going well, but I feel like oftentimes I can maybe even sense that like, I can tell things aren't great. You know, you don't yeah. have to, you don't have to lie to me. You know, we can talk about it and right. I can like, listen to it and hold space for it and walk you through it. Um, so that's kind of a nice thing because I feel like sometimes I like growing up, especially that I didn't really have that. Um, and I think maybe correct me if I'm wrong. It might've been like a generational thing where I feel like a lot of times it was like, Oh, well like stop crying and it's not so bad. And like kind of more or less like get over it. Yeah. Um, and that was always really hard for me because I'm like, well, this is tough for a reason. So why is it tough? And so now knowing, you know, what I know about being right. before, I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. And I can kind of like just muck my way through the through the mud um, and come out the other side and be like, well, that happened, you know. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. I can't, it's so funny to me. I'm sitting here laughing because, again, one of the things um, it helps open. So, so the reason why we're doing this series, we keep saying it over and over again, is because not only does it help us know ourselves better, but it helps us in our relationships with others. Yeah. And I said from day one, it's helped my marriage, it's helped my parenting. Um, We kind of thought, my daughter was like a nine for a long time, but I really think she's on the four because when you say like, I'm like the get over it kind of person. Yeah. But sometimes she just likes to linger and wander there. And Mm. and again, it makes me wonder if 
And that, you're like, what are you doing? And so <laughs> I need to just keep reminding myself of, mm-hmm. okay, this is her processing, working through it, in right. her own time and way, right. stop being a jerk dad. Yeah, and especially like for me in high school and things, like I had a lot of people that were like, oh, you're such a downer and you're so negative. And mm-hmm. I, that really impacted me because, I mean, I was captain of the cheer team and like I was a very positive <laughs> person. So I was like, what do you mean? Like I, I don't necessarily identify with that. But I guess, like, from an outside perspective, I can see how people are like, what is she doing? Like, you know, kind of upward and onward. Um, And it's one of those, like, I just have to feel my way through. I just have to sit, you know, like you were saying with your daughter, sometimes it's like, just just let me feel the feels and then I'll get up and walk away when the feelings are felt. So let me be honest. One of the things that, so I've known the Enneagram for a while, talked to a lot of people, and I'm a skeptic. Yeah. Uh, not about the Enneagram. I'm just saying I'm just a skeptic in general. I'm a right. cynic mm-hmm. with people. That's just you. And sometimes, just me, <laughs> That's just you. right? Um, and sometimes I feel like people want to be fours because they feel like they, they just want to ha- They just want to be okay with being different. Right. But it's more than that. I can see that. Yeah, but it is more than that. Yeah, I guess oh, I'm, for I'm sure. I'm shooting my own self down because I'm like, I, sometimes I think it's just easy to say, oh, yes, I want to be just an individual and my yeah, own person. Yeah. And not I want to be different. It. I want to be different. Yeah. Um, but I think I have to give a little grace to that because I do think there's definitely some like, uh, distinguishing pieces. And I know you really have had a really good grasp on this. We, we've yeah. Talked a bunch yeah. We've talked a lot about it, about it. So, and like um, for me, I think kind of that piece just about, um, you know, kind of being different. And for me, it's more of a place of being authentic, which yes, for a long time I struggled with because authentic me is different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, style wise, mm-hmm. I'm a little different. Music wise, I'm a little different. Um, just things in general that I enjoy are a little different from a lot of the people like that I know. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, and that wasn't a thing that I was like consciously like, Oh, I'm going to reject, you know, yeah. the popular stuff. Yeah. It was just, I didn't quite find my identity in any of that. Yeah. Um, and so kind of just being able to like, well, I'm, I can I can let go of that, you know, yep. I can let go of wearing those clothes mm-hmm. and I can let go of listening to that music. And so when any number on the Enneagram is healthy, uh, the Enneagram teaches you go to a certain number. And then when you're not in a healthy space, <laughs> you go yeah. to another number. Um, and I know that when. Well, th- what they say, and I'm, I'm, I want your feedback on this. When you are unhealthy, a four goes to the negative side of the two, which we talked about. The two is the helper. Mm-hmm. They're the one that ne- that needs people to need them. Yeah. Um, and so I'd be curious your take on that. Again, my my take on that is like the two, um, like you would repress your needs in an unhealthy way. And when you're in a healthy space, you're repressing your needs um, and not looking out for your individual ness. Um, and then in health, and I found this is interesting. You go to the one, which is my number, which is the perfectionist. Um, and again, the take on that is, is that where maybe in just average life, a four could kind of cruise a little bit, but one, you, you get to a mode where you start to like get things done and accomplish all these, all these dreams and, Things that you have, like all these, because you dream, yeah. right? You're always dreaming yeah. about something. And so when I'm like in a good spot, I'm super leaning on the one. I have like my checklist. I'm getting stuff done. And I'm like, wow, look at me. 
And then when I'm not, I'm saying yes to more things than I'm actually mm. capable of. Which is the two thing. Which is yeah. the two yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I didn't even realize that I was doing it. And I think I was talking with, um, I think I was actually talking with Nikki a couple weeks ago about it. And like, I didn't even Shout notice. Shout out to Nikki. Shout out. Hey, Nikki. <laughs> um, I didn't even notice that I was doing these things. And I was, um, you know, just kind of like, just being like, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, about everything. Just like, all right, yep, yep, no, that's fine. Yeah, we can do that. Yep, yep. And completely ignoring, like, what I was saying yes to, really, and kind of just like, sure, yeah, we, whatever. You know, when it comes to work or, like, the kids, like, okay, yeah, sure, we can we can watch a movie tonight. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, it's like, well, tomorrow's going to be really tough if we don't go to bed on time. So, like, where, again, once I'm, like, in that healthy spot, mm-hmm. I'm really like, nope, we're, on, we're going to bed on time, and I'm more confident in that. Where yeah. when I'm in an unhealthy spot, I really lean into just kind of like, and I don't want to say this in a way that is like offensive to twos, but like I kind of get steamrolled like really mm-hmm. easily. And, but I don't notice that it's happening, which is the craziest thing. Okay. And then kind of the emotions take over because I get into that spot of like, like, why is everybody doing this? Like, why am I being taken advantage of? You sure. know? Um, and then I get like kind of more into my head and more into the negative feelings and kind of more into like, well, what's wrong with me? Like, mm-hmm. You know, which is just never a good place to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's well, it I re- sneaks up on you. <laughs> and you, you like, um, sorry, Carrie. Like, yeah. So, so you think that rings true for you? Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. And it's crazy. Again, like when I was talking with Nikki a couple weeks ago, I think I was just like, I can kind of teeter between the two rather quickly. Okay. I don't know if that's normal. Like, I don't know how often people gravitate to those healthy and unhealthy numbers sure on a typical you know but again because i'm a four and i have such a wide range of emotions i'm like i could go from a two winged or you know leaning on that two to leaning on that one in the same day yeah that makes sense maybe that even within within the range of emotions like you said right. that correlates to right maybe you can and i have to be careful between health like and unhealthy trying the same to time. lately just like be aware of it and not let my brain just like run away from me because it'll do that with the emotions. It'll just take something and run. And I'm like, wait a minute, pause. Sure. Like let's assess that before we actually continue forward. Yes. So yeah, the wing, those, I keep calling them wings, but leaning on those numbers. Yeah. So I was going to ask, so as a three, for instance, who's the um, performer, the like achiever. Yeah. I, one of my issues is that I feel like I have to keep, like achieving, pursuing more. And I never feel like I've actually done enough to be worth something. Yeah. Now for a four, I think fours are constantly looking for something too, Mm -hmm. but maybe a sense of purpose. What would you say that it is for you and your personality that you're kind of always looking for? And maybe not always finding. That's a good word. Like it's kind of like that sense of purpose. Um, But it's also for me, and I can't speak for all fours, um, but I almost feel like I'm, sometimes waiting for my purpose to find me because hmm. I'm very comfortable with not like go, 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 you know, okay. and achieving the next best thing and, and, you know, putting in all that work. Like I value my rest. I take time for that. I make time for that. Um, and I kind of have that just like, like I trust that God will give me what I need when I need it. Mm-hmm. And that like everything is already laid out for me. So kind of being able to hmm. sit with that comfortably, sure. mm-hmm. um, is a nice feeling, but also sometimes I catch myself almost getting too comfortable. I mean, okay. like, okay, I gotta, I gotta do something. You know, mm-hmm. I can't just sit here and wait for things sure. to happen. I have to actually make moves towards it. Sure. So, um, yeah, it's so it's related, a weird place to be. Related to that, 
Um, I know I was reading that for the four, you can either live in the future, kind of like waiting for something or in the past, kind of having the, if only this happened, like, do you find yourself sometimes looking back in the past and lamenting things that didn't happen or wishing you had done things differently? Oh yeah. Always. Yeah. Yeah, Constantly. Um, and that's a place where, again, I try not to hang out too much. I try to, you know, I'll let myself visit and kind of think of all those things that, you know, that would have been nice. And if only, and I wish I could have and I should have. But again, if I sit there for way too long, then I just won't get up and keep going. Okay. So I have to be careful. But I'm definitely not a future person, which sometimes I'm like, ooh, I really, I should focus on that. You know? Yeah. Like, I'm like, ah. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of like that same thing of like actually getting up and doing something. Um, But I try as much as I can to just be here in the present. Um, Are, Are there any advice you'd give to a four to help them stay grounded? Like, Maybe what works for you, or is that a loaded question? Oh, so I'm trying because to you have it all figured out. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're helping you're, so many people you, out there. You're right in now. podcast world giving uh, <laughs> wisdom. I'm giving advice now, <laughs> uh, which feels very no, strange. We're just talking. We're just um, talking. I've, there was something that somebody said somewhere on the internet one time that I read that really resonated with me, especially like being a mom. Mm-hmm. They were like, imagine that you got like a one day pass to go into the past. Okay. And like see your kids and visit them at this age oh. after they're all grown up. And I, you know, sobbing. Because yeah. That's what I do. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh. So like, you know, if I'm having one of those moments with the kids, it's really just like, there will be a day where I'm going to be like, I'm just going to miss this. Mm. And you know, everybody says that as a mom. Oh, you're going to miss that. Right. You're going to miss this. Like, But it gives you okay, that. Okay. But it's hard right now. So, but like kind of really thinking about it that way that, you know, this day is just going to be gone like mm. that. So it grounds really you. grounds me like very easily. Yeah. Um, Are you going to start crying in our podcast today? No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> Only if you keep it saying things okay. like that, Tom. Okay if we keep if talking about it, I absolutely <laughs> yeah. will. Because um, I, I could have, you know, taken that moment and it made me cry. <laughs> said, what about this freezing? He's going to zoom this? in yeah. on your face, right? <laughs> That's right. right. The tear comes tear. down. Emotional music. <laughs> You that might gets just me. get that. That gets me a lot, though. Like, if, if you guys see me in the front row, like, I'm crying most yeah. Sundays. I want to go back really quick. And, and again, whoever's watching this, just understand uh, as I understand it. So, again, there's nine numbers in the Enneagram. That's mm. where we even get the name from. And it's broken into three different triads. So mm-hmm. there's three numbers in each triad. Um, the head, the heart, the body. But also, I really like what you said because I I believe each number does, um, they're oriented to time in a different way. Oh, yes. So whoever's in that triad, so mine is the 891, we're oriented to time in different ways, some Mm -hmm. in the past, some in the present, and the future, which is, again, just another layer. And I just wanted to just highlight that for people who are following along or, again, want to go and look at resources um, you're going to start seeing that kind of stuff. It's so deep and, and it's just so uh, helpful. I want to get to the, the spiritual side of things. So as a four, um, how do you see yourself um, connecting with God? Uh, wh- what are the things that you, um, help me carry, connect with? Um, that help you grow or feel or yeah, feel close to God? Yeah, or... feel close to God. Yeah, you mentioned music could be a big yeah. one, right? It's, yeah. Um, Music's a huge one for me because mm-hmm. um, I mean, I'm relatively new to being a Christian. I mean, mm-hmm. I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago. I only got baptized. I thought it was last year, but maybe last it was year. two years. No, it was last, last year, year right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, 
which like, you know, I'd called myself a Christian before that. But uh, so I struggled for a long time kind of feeling a connection to God and feeling like I was worthy and that I belonged here. Um, and it was really it was really my kids. I mean, I remember sitting down and talking to you kind of when it happened. But mm-hmm. for me, I think like in those quiet moments for me, like on the ride home from dropping them off at school. Yeah is when I do a lot of my like prayer time mm-hmm. and talking to God and, you know, I'll put music on and just have a moment. Um, and what was the other half of your question? Well, I was just going to say, <laughs> I mean, cause again, some numbers would struggle with the quiet. It doesn't strike me that a four, I feel oh, like no, maybe I'm very you would get to that quiet. place easier than some of the numbers who are the go, 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 mm-hmm. or the do, 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 or the, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was just curious on that sense of like, is it nature? Is it, you know, is it? Yeah. I think, I think, yeah. Like for me, a lot of times, you know, just kind of being alone in the quiet outside. Uh, I have like a really nice hammock chair that I'll go sit in with my coffee in the mornings now that it's nice out. Um, Cause it's a vibe. Cause it's a vibe. It's a total (laughs) vibe, right? Like with the bangs too. Um, (laughs) So that's been like my favorite place, but just like sitting and just, I just talk out loud. Hmm. Like, and that's, the best way that I feel like I actually am like connected to God. I feel mm-hmm. it in those moments. Mm-hmm. That's good. You know, being here is amazing. The music really moves me. Um, but those are the moments that I really feel like, yeah, yeah. I just feel the spirit in that time. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. That's good. I was curious cause I'm wondering if this is a four thing about me or if this is just a quirky carry thing. Um, I think that I go back and forth. You know, the fours like maybe have this push and pull with their relationships. Like because this is your wing, you're saying, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. I think I'm a I'm a three with a four wing. I think. Yeah. Um, but I think you know fours can kind of pull people in because they're like I want the connection, and then you're like I'm afraid you're going to abandon me, so I kind of take some space. Yeah. And I wonder, like in my life, sometimes I look at God, and I think I do the same thing with Him, where I'm oh, like, yes. where I'm like, oh, I need you, and I'm like desperate for you, and then there, I'm like. I don't know if I don't know if I'm too much like yeah. like maybe and yeah. then I can kind of almost feel like I can almost see the hills and valleys with my relationship right. with God so I was curious if you've had that. Yeah. And I feel like for me it's I don't notice myself doing it so much as like a rejection because it's a fear of abandonment. Sure. But maybe from more of a place of like especially with like relationships like between friends sometimes I'll like meet somebody we'll connect and then I'll just kind of be like nah, I don't really feel like they see me. I don't really feel like they they get it, you know. Sure, it's a very fourth thing to say. Like, yeah, just right, like, right. Eh, you know, <laughs> do you really get what I'm saying though? Um, and so I feel like I kind of have that similar relationship where sometimes I'll be like, like you were saying, like with God, like I need you, I need this, yep. and then kind of just feeling like I don't, I don't know if I really belong here. Like I yeah. don't know if I'm being seen. Yeah, I don't know if I'm being heard. I don't know if I'm being you know, my authentic self and being loved for that. Right. Which I really had a hard time with, um, you know, having tattoos and piercings and and certain things of just who I am as a person being like, Ooh, is is this the place for me? Like, is this the relationship that I want to have? Um, or rather that like God wants to have with me. Yes. And so it was kind of, I do definitely feel like sometimes I have that feeling of like, okay, I need this. I want this, especially when I'm on my one, you know, my healthy side and I'm like, okay, I'm at church every Sunday and we're doing this. And then sometimes when kind of those more negative emotions come in, Mm -hmm. I feel myself kind of like backing away and being like, oh, well, I don't really feel like I'm part of this or, you know, I don't really have a place necessarily. So do 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 you then go through longer periods 
of staying away maybe in an unhealthy place yeah or because it's so up and down is there a quicker turnaround for a four would you say i mean there definitely could be a quicker turnaround but i do find myself kind of having a tougher time getting back into like the enthusiastic side Mm -hmm. right like sometimes i'm more like okay well i really gotta like work back into it you know and really it feels like sometimes a lot of work what is your wing do you know? I think I have a five wing. Mm-hmm. I Which think. is the intellectual. Um, I know. I don't remember a whole yeah, lot of the, the information the, on the it off the top of my head. They're yeah. very t- more to themselves. They, they right. Knowledge is power for them. It gives them security. Right. You'd be more intellectual, maybe more introverted. Because um, um, yep. that's where like I struggle because I don't feel like I'm introverted. Mm-hmm. But I do... So like in terms of that, I identify with the extroverted kind of showmanship type of personality of the three yeah but at the same time like I really identify with the like intellectual like I always want to know more I always want to know like well why is this happening yeah and and I'm constantly digging for more information yep Um, and I have just like this random wealth of like random facts that I know and I'll pull out and surprise people with some I don't ask me to do it right now because I couldn't just pull one out of thin air but um, yeah I I love just like learning things So I don't exactly know kind of which one. Does that work on your creative with your creative side too? Just like experimenting with new yeah. creative methods yeah. of for whatever? sure. Yeah, yeah like yeah. if I'm painting, I'm like, well, I like how that looks. If I see something online, yeah. and I'll just try to figure out right. how did they get there? Like right. how did they do that? Well, I know we've talked even as a photographer. You've you've you. Um, you're pretty simplistic. You, like you do it your way. Yeah. Really. You, yeah. You're okay. Like, I but I love like if I see before, something. Yeah. Like, you, you, if I see something, I'm like, okay, how do they light that? Like, where's yeah. the, like mm-hmm. the light coming from in that right. picture sure. in this scenario? Um. So yeah. I, again, I'm kind of which like, again a lot of fours are in the, in arts. the arts. Yeah. Of some, right. some uh, way or another. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um. I was gonna say something, and I know I need to go back in my brain, and I can't remember. I can ask a question ahead, if you yeah, want to yes, think of yeah, yours. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll think of it. Um, okay, I'm going to back up. This could go two ways, but I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna ask first of all no this pressure. question. For people who have kids who are fours, maybe. And when you were a kid, like either what oh, is, what is helpful? Do you I know what cry. I mean? Like not even, you don't even have to say how your parents <laughs> yeah, raised yeah. you. But like what are some things that you really needed to hear as a four or that someone should be aware of when they have a four kid? Uh, just validating their feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, that was something that I never really felt like I got a lot of as a child. And get, that's not, you know, anything on my parents. I'm curious if it's like a generational thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of get over it, you know. There was that sense. Rub some dirt in it. You're going to be okay. Uh, but emotional intelligence is something that, like, I, I, I'm just fascinated by and I love teaching my kids those types of things. So, you know, like anything. I have one very emotional child. I don't think she's a four, but, um, you know, just like if they're crying, just let them cry. Okay. Because they're crying for a reason. And, you know, letting them cry and feel through that emotion and, you know, giving them words to put towards, you're shaking your head, to put towards their feelings, um, you know, is really important. And, you know, to be able to like be a kid, I'm thinking, you know, now I'm going in the past. Yeah. To be a kid and to have somebody be like, that was really frustrating, I know. Hmm. Or, you know, that was really disappointing. I can see that you're really having a hard time. 
instead would of have like to changed the emotion so much right instead of constantly trying to like you know distraction is not going to work okay you're not going to be able to like give a, a little four a lollipop and have the day be saved they're still going to be sad but they'll be sad with a lollipop now mm. so you know kind of just giving them words and letting them feel through it and you know one thing that i've been doing with my kids lately is like okay well you're feeling this way what's something that we can do that will help you not feel this way sure you know and so like one of my kids I, you know we were talking about it one time i forget what exactly had happened but she was having a tough time and you know we were like what are some ways that you can not feel so upset right now and you know she listed out a couple things like oh i could take a bath or I could go read a book in my bed by myself, or I could go sit outside. And I was like, those are all great options. Hmm. And just kind of let her do it. Yeah. Let her work her way through it. Because again, distraction and trying to solve the problem is just, at least for me, would not work. That's not gonna be something that's gonna actually effectively like yeah. get my mood to be better. Oh, right. I'm still right. gonna feel the feels, you know, but yes. giving like words and solutions and, you know, ways to cope through the feelings. Um, is I think the best thing to do for a, okay. a little four. Okay. Now, what were you shaking your head about? Oh. <laughs> um, are you finding yourself as a parent doing no, something different to I a little four? It would just, you know, again, some things are just coming into light for yeah. me. Yeah. And just um, <laughs> being okay with the crying and right. stuff. I had to right. think that through a little bit. <laughs> well, it's hard too, especially when like kids are really little, because a lot of times like they can't vocalize what's mm. going on, and it's frustrating for adults because it's like just, just stop. But like they they really don't know, yeah. And so to be able to kind of like context well again, and, and I would imagine together. that, too. and I'm talking like little kids too, right? Well, not, see, yeah, that's why I was going to make the distinction. So we, you know, obviously, you know, you're adult, you have younger kids, yeah. But I would have to think that the teenage like angst particularly for a four is probably pretty intense like that that group yeah. of like junior high high school is probably a tough yeah that was year like a set of years for fours yeah that was because not so fun. many things that was right? not a fun time for me that was that was bad um yeah mentally i was not also if if you're creative or a little bit different i mean again you might you might get slack from people they might not understand you right you might not right. feel understood yeah you know you and that's where I think a lot of that like I was starting to say like my mental health was not okay it was because it was like well I I gotta do some things to fit in mm -hmm. because sitting in this place isn't comfortable obviously it's high school it's middle school like yeah everyone's critical of everyone so you know kind of shutting off that authenticity to be someone else for yep. the sake of not being made fun of or Hmm. whatever then created a different set of issues because it was like well this isn't me right and then to have to like kind of unlearn the training that i did for myself right. afterwards right uh was hard yeah so again if i could so i think again a pastoral word would be you know just really teaching our kids who they are in Christ mm -hmm. and what, what is value mean? And, and all of that is yeah. really, really important. Um, and again, this is the kinds of things that enlighten us to yeah. even think that way. Because and kind of touching off of that, like something that I, once you said that, I, it kind of clicked mentally that, Oh, that was the foreign me speaking, you know, when my kids are having a tough day and it's one of those nights where you put them to bed and you were like, hmm. Ooh, like that was a lot. 
I make sure to go in and remind them that I love you when you're sad. Mm -hmm. I love you when you're angry. That's huge. I love you when you're silly. I love you when you're happy. And reminding them that all of those feelings, they're still loved through. Right. You know, and again, speaking generation generationally, <laughs> not necessarily something that my parents did, but you know, a lot of times it was like, oh, you're having a tough time, like go to your room. And that kind of shutting yourself away from everything just makes it worse. Yeah. It really is like, well, I have no idea how to get through this emotion. Yeah. And now I'm by myself and nobody's helping me. And so I feel like that kind of is that peace for me and like connecting with God that like he loves me mm-hmm. whether I'm happy or sad or yes. having a tough time or doing a great you know right and just accepting that and sitting with that feeling is like really really healing as a four yeah to just be like fully and completely totally loved I think that might be like one of the most important things even to take away from this whole this whole podcast yeah today. Um, because I was going to say two, three, two, threes and fours also heart triad, but shame is something that yep, all three feel. Yeah. Yep. And for you and for like, I know some, some of my fourness, like when someone says, tries to get you to get past something quickly or does, yes. you don't feel like you're seen or understood, it contributes to that sense that oh, something's wrong with me or mm-hmm. I'm flawed or I'm, um, yeah. And so even what you just said, like for me, transposing that as God saying, I love you when you're happy. Yeah. I love you when you're angry. I love you when you're right. It's such a huge word. So that's. Yeah. Because he made you. He right. made. He made. And even what you said before about the emotions, like he designed you to bring the gift of that fullness of emotions. Right. And even the melancholy to the body of Christ and yeah. to be able to sit. I shared that even on Sunday, like so much of the Bible is lament and it yeah. is pain. And it is like, if we, if we try to have the personalities that are just like, let's just get through this to the yeah. good part or to the, you know, happy, the resolution we miss, we miss a whole lot of the yeah, story. There's a whole lot. So thank In you there. for bringing that. Of course. You're welcome. <laughs> so we're wrapping up here, but I, I remembered my question. <gasps> hey. What do you, I don't think you asked this, Carrie, what do you want people to know mm. about force? What, like if there was one thought, that's a good one. One thought. Um, so like for me, like when we did me, um, and we talk about a one, I want people to know that ones, um, are hardest on themselves way more than anybody else. In other words, I'm not looking for perfection from either of you. I'm looking at for, for me. Mm. Right. I think that's a really important distinction because it's called the perfectionist. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, but my standard is different for myself and it's really hard. But as a four, I'd be curious what you would say. Like if there's anything, um, what would you want people to know or understand about a four? Oh, that's such a hard question. We'll go to commercial really quick. Yeah, right? <laughs> we'll be right um, back. Cue somber music. Yeah, right? right and we come back from crying. <laughs> um, no, but I, I don't really know how to answer that because... I feel like the first thing that came to my brain was just that you're always going to get an honest answer out of me. Hmm. Like I'm not going to sugarcoat things like, and sometimes it makes people uncomfortable and I don't mean to do that. But you know, if you come up and you're like, how are things? And I'm like, not great. You know, that's something that I've said to people before and they're like, Oh, 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 now I got to stop know and have a conversation. It. And I'm like, no, like, we're, it's all right. You know, keep it rolling. But that's just life. And I'm comfortable there. And I want people to do that to me, too. I can see straight mm. through it when someone's like, I'm great. And I'm like, no, you're not. Like, okay. I, can, I can read you really easily. Um, 
but that also doesn't mean that I'm like a Debbie Downer because I think it gets that kind of nickname and that that vibe comes out sometimes. Sure. Um, and I'm just because I want to be seen authentically. Yeah. Um, that's kind of my big motivator. So. But I think that that can be intimidating and that can be just a lot for people. And so that's where, like we were saying before, like I can sometimes do that and then I'll go, oh, I should I should reel that in a little bit. Sure. That, was a, that was a little much, you know. Yep. But in the long run, that's just, that's where I'm comfortable. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, small talk and everything is great. I get, I'm kind of like, okay, I get yeah. a little squirmy and a little yeah. Like I don't, I don't quite belong here because not everything is great. I know we're running out of time. I buy another question. Yeah. Oh, actually, because that yeah. prompted me. Um, I know I'm skirting all around in it. relationships. Do you find yourself um, with deeper relationships with people, or a little bit more surface, um, or is um, do you find yourself in a lot of different? relationships that are deeper or a lot that are just more surface. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I think I get what you're saying. One or two that you really can be. Yeah. That was kind of what I was thinking. Um, so I have a very small circle of people that I actually would like call friends that I'm like, Oh, they get me. They see me. They understand me. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think people can look at me and think that I have a lot of friends because again, I think people are comfortable coming to me and talking about those things. Um, but a lot of times it feels a little one-sided sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm here, I'm helping you through your stuff. And then people will be like, if you need anything, let me know. I'm not going to do that. Like, I'm not going to stop what I'm doing and like go find somebody to help me through my negative emotion. Yep. Yep. I just kind of do it. Yeah. And so, you know, it's kind of that like, I have a lot of acquaintances, but mm-hmm. my my actual circle is very small. Yeah. That's what I was thinking when I, when you had said that. Yeah. And maybe I know we're again wrapping up, but because for a lot of people being vulnerable feels like something you do with people you are really close right. to, then when you are that vulnerable, they're like, oh my gosh, we're, we're <laughs> look at us. We're, we're like, so close. we're yeah. right here like this. Yeah. Which is something that like I want to be, I want to be very close mm-hmm. um, with a lot of people, but I kind of do that. Like you said, that push and pull mm-hmm. of like, okay, we're going to pull you right in. Yeah. But then I kind of will get to that piece of like, I don't know if I'm actually being seen and yeah. loved and appreciated yeah. for like the full range of emotions that I carry at all times. Mm-hmm. So then I'll kind of like, I don't yeah. necessarily like shove people away, but I'm just kind right. of like, you can, yep. you can sit. Yep. Yeah. Well, hey, this time went by super quick. Yeah, it really did. did. Uh, but thank you for being our guest. Yeah this week thanks we really appreciate it yeah. yeah and thanks for all you do for hope hopefully church this as well. helps some people who think they might be fours yeah <laughs> oh i think it will i know there's a couple people at church i can i can connect you with that yeah now you've got some buddies now we got some yeah friends. you can make cool. a club I love that. that'd be great <laughs> the fours club yeah awesome well hey i hope that you will join us uh next week for this podcast and this coming sunday we talk about the six the six which is what the loyalist the loyalist Woo-hoo. we yes. figure out who that is So until next time, everybody, we'll see you later.